0: and have won the grand out what a goal.
1: For an inside look at the state's biggest footy league, it's the Monday Waffle. Welcome back to another episode of the Monday Waffle Round 18. I'm your host for this week, like it or not, Will DeFulvio. I'm joined by veteran reporter Adelaide Williams. How are you, Ads? I'm
2: great. My Monday Waffle drought has been broken. I'm back. Fantastic. And
1: And it is during, well, at the back end of the wettest month on record, July, which made footy very interesting. And speaking of veterans, we have a debutante joining the desk here, Cameron Carr. Welcome to the Monday Waffle.
3: Thanks, Will. Thanks, Ad. It's great to be here. I know you've had a bit of a drought recently. I've had a 22-year
1: drought. So excited to get into it. There's been some great footy. So yeah, it should be a good conversation. It's going to be a great episode. Cam, you've done a lot of work behind the scenes for us. We thought, uh, what, a, what a great episode to bring you down front of the scene, talk about all things Waffle, all things footy. Uh, let's get straight into it. Let's take a look at last weekend's results. Uh, Claremont... Tried to take off the top spot away from Subiaco, but Subi just managed to claw their way back in the dime minutes of the last quarter with the timely goal by Ben Sokol. They ended up 14-9-93, five points ahead of Claremont, 13-10-88. Greg Clark for the Lions having an absolute field day with 30 disposals and 12 tackles. Uh, absolute leather poisoning there. I think he did his best for his club, and he definitely uh, would have felt that win coming off the back of that. Lachlan Delahunty on 23 disposals. Lee Kitchen on 21. And our uh, usual suspects for the goal kickers, Ben Sockle on 6. Nicholas Martin on 3. And Michael Brought on 2. And heading over to Claremont now, their uh, disposal winners, Bailey Rogers, 28. Kane Mitchell, 26. And the goal kickers for Claremont... Tried their best, didn't quite get away with it in the end, but it was an absolute excellent effort for the Tigers. Tim House and Alex Manuel, three goals apiece, and Callum England and Jake Patmore, two apiece. Let's head over to Fremantle now. Sharks came out second best, Cam.
3: Yeah, the Sharks finished on 62 with nine goals and eight behinds to South Frio's 19-9 and a whopping 123 overall, almost double this. Look at some of the top players for South Frio. We've got Tom Blachindin with 25 disposals, followed pretty closely by George Wessels, 24, and Nicholas Subin and Brandon Donaldson both getting. And looking at goal scorers for South Frio, Brandon Donaldson leading the pack on five, Mason Shaw second in the match with four goals and second overall in terms of the league total goals and Cody Nignette with three. And over to East Frio for disposals, we've got Kyle Baskerville on 23, Luke English on 21 and just behind him Cameron Eardley on 20. And in goals, leading goal scorers were Jonathan Marsh and Corey Holmes, both with two goals, with Marsh also getting three behind. Some pretty good shots from all the players, but overall, you know, pretty crushing defeat for East Fremantle there.
2: Yeah, but a big win for the Royals against Perth at Leederville Oval. East Perth came out on top, nine goals, 12 for a total of 66 against five goals, 11, 41. Now, the leading disposals for East Perth, Aiden Lynch on 32, with Angus Schumacher on 27 and Harley Sparks 24. And for leading goal scorers, we had Thomas Edwards-Bolden with three goals to his name with a bunch of other Royals with one goal apiece for their name. One notable player, Jackson Ramsey, the captain of the team. Now, moving on to Perth. Leading disposals, Andrew Fisher with 25. Then we had Connor McPartland and Brent Edmonds on 23 disposals apiece. Moving on to goals now. So, we had one goal apiece for Mitchell Brown, Oscar Bird, Jaden Quill, Brent Edmonds and Zach Sanderson.
1: Let's head on to the last game of round 18. This has pretty much put the nail in the coffin for finals hopes for any other teams. Swan Districts, 14-15-99, defeated Peel Thunder, 7-5-47. Absolutely uh, a very good turnout for the Swans. They sandwiched the Swans with their fixtures last week. uh, They played East Frio. East Frio... uh, this is what I was arguing with with the possibility of heading into the five and they lost to East Frio. Next week, Swans are playing East Perth, who are now directly below them. So this was kind of a must-win game for them so that they would shut me up because I am not stopping saying that the mathematically possibility <laughs> of the Swan, of Swans uh, dropping out of the finals. But this is a very good win for the Swans. Uh, helped majorly by Aidan Clark on 32 disposals, Frank Anderson on 30, Jesse Turner on 29, and... Uh, Aidan Clark and Frank Anderson getting themselves two goals apiece as well which you love to see Braden Noble getting the three goals for the Swans and also we didn't mention Warwick Wilson also getting two goals for the Swans heading over to Peel Thunder now Tyrone Thorne on the 33 disposals James Sturrock on 26 and Michael Randall on 25 disposals and Jack Sears and Ryan Bennell two goals apiece for Peel, trying to keep their team alive, but the Swans just proving too good. And that's what he came to listen to the Monday Waffles weekly wrap-up.
0: He's put it through. That's the goal of the century. That is unbelievable.
1: Cam, just quickly take us through the latter standings uh, at the end of round 18. So Suby's pretty clearly cemented their top spot. They've got
3: 12 wins there, followed closely by South Frio with 11 wins. Claremont in third with 10 Wins and tied fourth on wins. We've got both West Perth and Swan Districts with nine wins apiece. However, West Perth has played one fewer game, so definitely take that into consideration. And they're currently sitting just above Swan Districts
1: with a seven percent advantage. And then, rounding at the, the bottom half of the ladder, Ads, who we got?
2: Yeah, East Perth, they're just on sixth there with six wins, followed by East Frio, just a game behind them on five wins. The bottom three are all on four wins apiece. Peel Thunder, Perth and West Coast respectively. But West Coast has played one less game.
1: It's quite an interesting turn of events now at this point of the season. That top five has been there for quite a while. Um, some of us here at the Monday Waffle arguing over whether it was going to stay that
3: way. I guess if you look at you know the gap between fifth and sixth, it's pretty substantial. There's a three win margin there with Swan Districts over East Perth. Is it even possible for them to come up here? So
1: East Perth has to win every single game going forward. That being said, East Perth are playing Swans next this week. This will sort of be the game that determines who the top five are.
2: I think it's pretty well cemented at this point, but I think we should be looking at the the top three Wooden Spoon contenders.
3: We've got Peel Thunder, Perth,
2: and West Coast. Coast.
3: Now West Coast is a game behind. They've only played 14, but overall, it's actually pretty close at the bottom there. They've all lost, what, 10, 11 matches each. So it's pretty being pretty
1: hotly contested there. So West Coast are sitting on the bottom of the ladder, but if they win their next game, they'll have played the same amount of games as Peel and Perth, but they'll have be a win clear.
3: And I think at this stage, it's almost a mistake because at some point you kind of just have to settle for some form of accolade. If you're not going to make it in the top five, <laughs> if you're not going to be a premiership... Team, I don't want to say throw the match, but I don't necessarily think you should try your hardest at this point either. Well, you do. You don't <laughs> want to bring the game into disrepute, Cam. I'm sure there's still goal scorers and members of the team still fighting to be individual MVPs for personal best and everything. So, obviously, I'm sure they're going to be fighting bloody hard going into the next few rounds.
2: And you've got fans as well that, you know, go to every game. You don't want to be throwing the match. You know, you still got to put some kind of effort in yeah, there.
3: exactly. But so. if, if you were... A gambling man or a gambling woman will and Addy, who's getting the wooden spoon this season, because
1: it's pretty. The race to the bottom is pretty tight. I'd have to go for Perth. Perth have lost their last five. Um, uh, Eagles are coming off the back of a a, a rest. They've they've won three out of their last five. Um, I reckon. Eagles actually um, are pretty comfortable heading into the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with you on that one as well, Will. Perth for the wooden spoon. I mean, yeah, as you said, West Coast had that shocking start to the season. And despite that, I think, you know, the last couple of rounds, they've made up a little bit of ground And Perth. Five losses in a row. Yeah, I think they'll continue with that streak.
3: And look, Perth's going up against Claremont. So that's probably going to be a very tough match For them, Claremont looking to probably break their losing streak over the last two rounds. So, yeah, I think, look, money's on Perth. I think that's consensus there. I think they're
1: going to be looking forward to that wooden spoon at the end of the season. So that's it. That's our race for the wooden spoon. I think we're conclusively decided Perth there. They're going to be taken at the bottom spot. But we have been proven wrong before. if you're loving the Monday Waffle podcast, make sure you head to our Facebook page. Facebook.com forward slash Monday Waffle for more awesome content. And while you're there, give us a like. So I for one have been a huge subscriber to the fact that East Perth are not out of the finals yet. It is mathematically possible, gathered on a t-shirt, that the East Perth can make the finals uh, unfortunately, with the Swan Districts winning uh, last weekend, well and truly that dream might have come to an end. But we don't have to commiserate here alone on the Monday Waffle. We get heaps of fun guests coming and joining us weekly. And this week we have absolute superstar, and I reckon, in my opinion, best on ground uh, from last week, Aiden Lynch from East Perth joining us. Aiden, thanks for coming on, mate. Uh, absolutely fantastic game on the weekend. 32 disposals, a goal. you got to be happy with that.
0: Yeah, the weekend was my turn to step up and I was able to do it and it's good for us to get a couple um, wins in a row now, so yeah, it's been a pleasing couple of weeks for, for us East first players.
3: And Aidan, what's the vibe at the club? I know we started off with a bit of a rut at the start of the year. How's the sort of feeling going there towards the team's overall performance?
0: Yeah, it was tough The the um, start of the season being, I think, 0-5, 0-6 type thing and Probably, probably really close to winning, maybe three or four of those games, and it unfortunately could have, um, you know, set us up for a completely different season. Even if we just halved them, a three and three is, is so much better than zero and six, and you're playing catch up for the rest of the year. Um, it was unfortunate we had, you know, five to eight of our probably our best 22 out during that time, but you can't make excuses for for things like that, and it, it was good in a way for giving um, some young guys some exposure to play, um, some league footy. Um, but it's been good to have probably close off Bullshan side back. We're um, probably missing just maybe one or two or two or three others. But, um, yeah, the vibe's good. It's always good after a win, and it's always good after a two wins in a row. So it's probably frustrating to be in this situation of, you know, just outside the final spots of where we want to be. But we've got to take some, you know, positive reinforcement from the the weekend's game and, and last week's game as well.
1: And do you reckon it's, it was a bit of a perfect storm scenario where, like you said, you had these injuries, you didn't have the best start to the season. I know even like Jacko, Jackson Ramsey was out uh, for, yep. for a while there as well. Do you reckon that is ultimately what contributed to you guys just missing out on the finals?
0: It, it certainly contributed, definitely. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it's just that. There was, there was other factors as well, Bad form of, of players you expect to play well, myself included. But, um, yeah, it, we, you know, Ramar Jackson's our, our captain, arguably our best player, he is our best player, arguably the best player in the comp. And um, when you miss the best player in the comp for, you know, the first five, six weeks of the season and, and our form shows that it, it certainly contributed and we missed players like um, Jackson Cahill as well, Schumacher missed a few games. And just certain other players in and out um, with either form, you know, suspension and or injury, and it just doesn't let you get that, you know, continuity that you need to, to build, um, you know, squad chemistry and, and um, help you winning games. So it certainly was a factor, but, you know, it, it was good for, like I said, it was good for young guys to get their, get their opportunity and certainly going to um, help East Perth be in a good spot going into the future, giving as many games to as many young guys as we can.
2: And Aidan, you touched on it a little bit, but what's this part of the season like, you know, being in a club that's just sitting out the five with, um, you know, just a few games to go?
0: Yeah, I, thought, I actually thought about this the other day. It's, um, it's tough because, you know, well, technically we, we can still make the finals, but obviously with Swannies winning on the weekend, it makes it near impossible, but... We we set ourselves up for the last five games. and We just said we're making a mini season. We got a five game season. Let's let's win every game. And you know when unfortunately finals or a premiership is is not in the reach, you, you just try and take little wins where you can. And you know just playing well as a team is is a positive. And winning a game is a positive. And for, if we manage to get potentially five games in a row, finish the season very strongly, we can take some confidence into into next year and. I know it—it it, it kind of sucks talking about it next year already, but sometimes you just think about it like that. But um, yeah, it's—it's it's frustrating, but you know, a bit of self pride in your own performance and your team's performance, and wanting to win every game is—is is probably one of the main factors of us um, us finding a bit of form or continuing some form at this back end of the season.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, and I'm glad you said that you can technically still play finals because I'm a big subscriber to the idea that it is it is mathematically possible for you guys yep. to make it, and it is still possible. We crunched the numbers here before we started recording. You guys, to make up the percentage, so Swans have to lose every game, you have to win yep. every game, and I think you guys have to win by a margin of about 100 points per game. Okay. Are you still playing as if you can make the finals? Is that mentality? It's still possible. It's still within reach. It, is yeah, that mentality going into every game that it is possible for us to play finals?
0: Yeah, certainly. I know it's the percentage is a massive um, hit to us, but who knows? You, ne- you never know. We never know. We um we didn't think we were going to make the finals last year, and we we managed to make it for for a day or for a couple of hours, and then Perth beat South in the last um, game of the season to, to Snowtown Sport, but. Yeah, it's, um, it's tough and it's like we always too that we They beat us earlier in the year. Um, good game a leadable, But it's one of those games I was, I was mentioning earlier that potentially cost us and one that we feel like we should have won and that could have um, certainly contributed to a different story for our season. And um, Eagles a couple of weeks ago, we lost like two points. Another game we should have won. Probably could have been another a different story. Would have given us just a two games behind Swans with a, a chance to grab another one when we play them next week. Um, but yeah, it's it's pride in your performance, your team performance going into the back end of the year or these last few games that are, that are certainly driving me and, and my teammates. Yeah.
3: And you've you know you've you've lost to the Swans before. What do you think it'll take to take them on this week? What are you pushing for this week against the Swans?
0: Um. Yeah, one has been really good this year actually and we, I think we, we I think we lost by just a goal when we played the Marion. I think probably that performance encapsulated probably our whole season. We just there was a, either the first or second quarter I couldn't remember, they, they got five goals on us so they, we've given a five goal head start or five goals to, to our none and we've just had games like that where we've just let the other team score too many for us to pin back or when a team gets a run on and every every team both like us and our opponents, always, teams have a run on during the game and the good sides are the ones that are able to stop the other team's momentum right away or if, if the other team's having a run on maybe only let them get one goal, two goals not a four, or five goal little run and it, it makes it certainly very hard so what we're looking for is probably what we've been doing the last few weeks, just everyone contributing for the whole game. And I know it's a bit of a cliche, but playing four quarters and playing four quarters or playing more time, more better footy than the Swans um, will certainly help us win, win the game on the weekend.
2: Absolutely. Now, Aidan, 26 is said to be when players start to hit their, you know, peak performance. How do you feel you're playing with that in mind?
0: Yeah, I, I certainly I feel I'm playing some best footy. I, um... I just think every game and every year I try and I try and just have a better game than I did last time. I'm always, I always want to perform well, for, you know, personally and for the team. And I feel if I'm playing well, I can certainly help us win. And yeah, it's um, you know, my second season at the Royals now, and you, you certainly you you build um chemistry, like I said earlier, with your teammates and. That, the more, the more games you play together and with, with certain guys, you understand how they play, their little um, tricks they do, the way they like the ball, maybe kick to them or they kick to you. So more time spent playing with, with your teammates can certainly help to your personal performance. Um, and I'm certainly finding that the more I play with everyone, the, the better I can play with them and for them. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy with um, the game on the weekend for sure. But, um, yeah, I, I, it means nothing if, if I don't do it again this week and help us win. So I'm always looking forward. Um you know, my folks already started thinking about Swannies and obviously a great midfield with um the sound of Vermelas Fisher, Frank Anderson's playing really well, cipro so mm. it's gonna to be tough and you know, I am setting myself up for a big for a big game and a big win.
1: And the season's not over yet and, and it's gonna be an exciting end to, to season twenty twenty one. So good luck for the rest of it and good luck against Swan Districts. And thanks for coming on, Aiden. Appreciate it. No,
0: thanks. Thanks for having me, you guys. Tips, 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 tips,
1: tips, 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 tips,
3: tips. Hang on, my cable's under my wheels. Oh, God. Oh,
1: dear.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, round 19, and we've got our tips for you ready to go. Well, who do you think is going to be on top going into round 19?
1: Well, the first game at Littleville Oval, Subiaco and East Frio. Uh, Easy game, subi It's got to be Subi. Has to be Subiaco that takes that one out, right, guys? Has to be. Yeah, top of the ladder versus Mm. against seventh on the ladder. East Frio will put up a hell of a fight, but Subi just looking way too good at the moment, and they're going to win that one. Uh, Ads, Quickfire, Swan Districts, East Perth. This is my game of the week. Absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Honestly, it's going to be a struggle to pick this one. It's going to be a cracker of a game. A steel Blue Oval they'll be playing at. I'm okay, I'm thinking East Perth. They're going to come out firing and, you know, they have something to prove here, so I'm I'm going to go for East Perth.
1: I think it's a very symbolic game if East Perth can get one up on the Swans. They'll pretty much confirm that, hey, look, we can beat this the team that's above us. If Maybe if we'd started off a little bit better in the season or if we had a little bit more time, we could overtake. Um, And at the same time, Swans will be looking to just, you know, silence all the haters.
2: If you're absent on the pod next week, we know why. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably have lost my voice from yelling at Steel Blue Oval or yelling at the Royals to get up. Uh, But I reckon it's going to be a cracker game from both sides. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, moving on, Cam, Claremont and Perth. I think it's much like Subia East Frio.
3: I think it's pretty much set in stone. I think Claremont are going to take this one down at
1: Mineral Resources Park. Yeah, so all three of those games are happening at 10 past two on Saturday. And we have a Sunday game, West Perth and West Coast. The best of the West. Ads, who are we thinking?
2: Yeah, I'm going to go West Perth. They're in the top five. West Coast, bottom of the ladder but maybe they'll come up firing you know to remove themselves from that wooden spoon position but yeah i'm going i'm still going to go west perth on this one
1: yeah they've got their own kind of things to play for don't they yeah. they're not really playing for the same thing but they yeah you know and that's why this this end of the season it's it's so exciting because teams really you know you don't want to be the last one in teams yeah, really want to really be pushing off, for it really want to be off the bottom of the ladder really want to stay in the top five they want to play finals uh they want to just get some run into the leagues. and that game at 10 past 2 uh, Provident Financial Oval on Sunday, of course South Frio and Peel having the buy for this week, and that's all from us at the Monday Waffle. Thanks so much for joining us for another week. They're they're getting thinner. The, the air's getting thin. We're getting to the end of the season, so pretty soon uh, we'll be out of here. But not before we have a ripper end. We've got the Sandover Medal count, the Bernie Naylor uh being awarded uh the grand final, the finals the the minor premiers the wooden spoon there's so much left to talk about so make sure you get around our socials i like us on instagram twitter facebook at the monday waffle we're going to be tweeting uh, posting and just you know getting a whole bunch of content out to you for this pointy end of the season it's been an absolute ripper for you to join us here this week.
2: And um, make sure you get down to some of those games on the weekend. East Perth and Swans, make sure you don't get down to that game. I think it's going to be a ripper.
1: Yep. Uh, we've also got East Frio and Subi. That's in Leedy. Uh, East Perth and Swans, like you said, that was is in Bassendine. And Perth and Claremont, uh, Lath Lane. And on a Sunday, I love Sunday games as well, West Coast and West Perth, Provident Financial Oval. Get down to your local oval, watch some local footy. Get amongst it. And if
3: you're walking through the stadium, I'm sure a few of us will try and get down to East Perth Swan Districts, and you hear uh, voices from the crowd screaming or shouting or someone on a calculator working out whether East Perth can still be in the top five. You're probably seeing one of us come over and say hi. But that's
1: all for this week. Thanks so much for joining us. Stick around. Have fun. Strap your ankles. Woo-hoo! Thanks for listening to the Monday Waffle proudly brought to you by the students from ECU Broadcasting.